listen to an icebreaker this week from a man who just chose his next pathway. His speech explained why he chose this path instead of just doing another same old icebreaker. Is repeating speeches bad in Toastmasters? Are you interested in public speaking or leadership skills? Then Toastmasters is for you. Welcome to Toastmasters 101 podcast, where we discuss Pathways, the education program of Toastmasters International. I'm your host, Kim Cradgee. I am not complaining about him giving this different speech because it was interesting to hear somebody else explain how they made the decision to choose a pathway. But people complain about repeating speeches and speech projects a lot, especially as we're starting to see more people start a second pathway. Why do we worry about this? Are we afraid of boring people? Are we bored by the topic? Or do we just hate being told what to talk about? I think we may misunderstand the power of repetition. There are four speeches that appear to be the crux of the problem. The icebreaker, level one, project one. The leadership or communication style, level two, project one, for most pathways. The mentoring speech, level two, project two. Reflect on your path, level five. In particular, when people look at level two the second time, their heart might just sink just a little bit because, really, again, these leadership tracks look close to identical. Haven't we been here before? If anyone at Toastmasters International is listening, take this as my official notice that this needs some attention. In the meantime, let's consider the value of repeating speeches and speech projects. Why do I have to do another icebreaker? I hear this so often right now, and I suspect that this is based on the name and a perception of, haven't I moved on yet? (sighs) Or, I'm not a novice speaker, and an icebreaker is synonymous with newbie or beginner. Is it a pride thing? For some people, probably. For others, it may be that they don't value repeating speeches. Repeating speeches improve speeches. Let me introduce you to the world of high school speech and debate. The National Speech and Debate League in the United States high schools may be considered junior Toastmasters if they didn't surpass us. I'm not joking. You go watch some of the finalists of the high school speech original oratory contests And there ain't nobody I've seen in Toastmasters who can beat these winners. Sorry, Toastmasters, these high schoolers outshine us. And why? Because they memorize, they practice, they get regular coaching and evaluations from judges, they change up their speech, and they do it again next week. I've coached high school speech students. I know what they go through. And the only people who come close to that level of speech commitment are the contestants for the World Championship of Public Speaking. There's an actual distrust of speech memorization in Toastmasters. I'm not sure that that's Toastmasters International's perspective. So let's just say that some Toastmasters have an issue with memorization. In fact, I put a question on the official Toastmasters members Facebook group asking why a member doesn't like memorized speeches. I got nearly 200 responses. 
From that decidedly not scientific research, I got this. Some people say that when a speaker memorizes a speech, they think that the speaker loses the authenticity of the speech presentation. They can't get back on track if they lose their place. And that that speaker misunderstands the real nature of speech preparation. Interesting. We also had a number of people say that they didn't feel that they could memorize their speeches. Look, your system of speech creation may not include memorization, and that's fine for you. I think that we underestimate our ability to memorize. I still remember the lyrics of the 1972 song Crocodile Rock by Elton John. I may not remember where I left my glasses, but I remember those lyrics. I'm not going to argue but I suspect that we have more capability than we have will. However, if you repeat speeches, you do start to remember it. And that's the beginning of memorization, right? Distinguished Toastmaster Chuck Field, he told me to say that, said, I dislike the process of learning to memorize and the amount of time it takes. When I do memorize, for me, it tends to sound less sincere. But that's just me. Chuck Field, that's distinguished Chuck Field, he told me to say that, says what many, many Toastmasters say. There's a claim that when we memorize, we lose the connection with the audience. We feel less sincere. In the show notes, I've got a link to one of my favorite high school speeches from Andrea Ambam in 2014. I use this speech in my speech classes as an example of great speech construction fantastic presentation skills, and wonderful personality on stage. And I assure you, that's a memorized speech. Now, it's not a Toastmaster speech. It fits the National Speech and Debate Association format, not our World Championship of Public Speaking rules. But I think it proves the point that memorization isn't the problem with audience connection or what with several people call authenticity. Memorization and repeating speeches have a bad rap because people feel it's not authentic. So I asked, what is authenticity? Several people defined it as the connection between the speaker and the audience. In particular, it's about presentation skills. They believe that memorization decreases presentation skills because the speaker is spending too much energy remembering that text that they don't have time to do the things that connect with the audience like eye contact, gestures, or body language. Toastmaster Jackie Hogan said, It isn't enough just to remember the words. You need to know your speech so well that you can change the words according to the audience response, so you can bring an original and personal response of your own. Unfortunately, most people don't do this. Memorization doesn't have to exclude emotions. If you ask District 10 international speech contestant Terry Begg, there's always emotion. Maybe too much. Terry gets very emotional when he talks about his family and his memorized speeches. If you look at an actor on the stage, they create the same intimacy with their audience in every performance. Oh, that's almost a dirty word to Toastmasters, but it's the right word. Every speech is a performance. Speech is as much a performance as dance or comedy routine or a song. What we get from the audience does influence our speech. But dancers, comedians, and singers say the same thing. 
The relationship between the performer and the audience isn't ignored if the words are memorized, if the speaker does the work. When we repeat speeches, we improve them. We improve as speakers because it's more than just practice. It's about finding our place in the moment with our message and this particular audience. You don't get that with a recording, and the feedback of the audience reaction teaches us more than a mirror ever will. Repeating speeches improves our presentation skills. I think repeating speeches actually gives you more chances to work on your presentation skills. If you're not working to craft the words when you're on the stage, you have the opportunity to work on refining your gestures or your eye contact. In the last three months, I've given the same speech at least five times. No, not to my club. We'll talk about that in a minute. I was able to visit several clubs and give the same speech from the successful club series. Those speeches don't exist in Pathways, but they're full of good information, and I can get an Advanced Leadership Bronze Award for every two that I give, but that's not important. What's important is that I've given this speech multiple times. Have I memorized it? Not intentionally, but yeah, I have. Now, I can stop thinking about what I need to say and pay attention to the audience. The first question in the speech I ask is, have you seen the movie Field of Dreams? I had better be prepared for a lot of different answers because I have to be responsive to the audience. Their answer doesn't change the content of my speech particularly, but it does give me more to work with the audience when they answer that question. Memorization has a concept of rigidity. I don't accept that. I see memorization as a platform. Whether or not you want to use it is up to you. Now, for that objection about people getting stuck, is that really because of memorization? Would they do better if they hadn't memorized it? That's a valid question. We've all seen our fair share of speeches with that long pause. Does not memorizing speeches prevent long pauses? I guess we need to do some tests. Is there anyone out there who likes to memorize speeches, who is willing to give a speech without memorizing it so we can see what happens? As for the comments that memorization takes too long, I can't argue that. It's dedicated time. You really can't multitask when you're memorizing. That's probably more work than many people want to invest when they're only giving a speech one time. But repeating a speech has one more benefit. It improves the feedback in your clubs yours, and everyone else's. In level one of all the pathways, the evaluation and feedback speech, project two, a speaker is told to give a speech, get it evaluated, and improve it based on the evaluation from another presentation. While I do have issues about how the instructions for this project are written, and podcast number seven covers that, I think this is a brilliant project. Getting a speech evaluated and getting a chance to improve it that's simply the best way to improve faster. That's our Toastmasters method. Doing it with the same speech is golden opportunity to really work this process. I know that there are some clubs that have a standard policy against repeating speeches. I guess I understand why such a policy exists. It could get boring listening to the same speech repeatedly, but let me tell you about Terry. 
Terry earned a speaking slot at a convention in his industry several years ago, and he had to write a presentation that lasted about 40 minutes. Our club got to hear this speech, five to seven minutes at a time. Some parts we heard several times. It wasn't boring because Terry was working out the kinks in that section. He was trying to discover what worked best. And you know, it forced us as evaluators to pay closer attention. We moved away from the very basic evaluation comment and started digging deep. We dissected pauses. We debated word choices and vocal variety. Terry is already a very emotive speaker. How could we help him get past the moments where the emotion started to choke him up? That is not the average evaluation in a typical community club. When we saw these speeches frequently and understood Terry's purpose, then we saw our club's evaluations improve significantly during this time, not just for Terry, but for everyone. Remember, I said I've given the same speech five times. I got different feedback every time. That's reasonable. I had five different audiences, and, and each time I got something new to work with. Is that speech perfect now? <laughs> no. There's always the speech you write, the speech you give, and the speech you wished you'd given. But when you repeat speeches, those get closer and closer. We started this podcast talking about repeating the icebreaker speech project. I hear a lot of people dislike repeating this project. This one doesn't bother me nearly as much as the leadership style speech repeat. I cannot figure out for the life of me what I would do with it again. I guess I'll have to wait to be inspired. Inspiration. That's what it's going to take when we repeat speech projects. Presumably better speakers the second time we come around to the speech. We've got some different perspectives on what we can talk about. New ideas. New experiences. Oh dear, I hope I didn't just talk Toastmasters International into not changing this. Next week, I'm going to buy my next pathway. I haven't made my mind up yet. Any suggestions? Leave your suggestions and your reasons in our Toastmasters 101 Facebook page. Thank you so much to all the Toastmasters who contributed to this conversation on the official Toastmasters International Members Facebook page group. In particular, Distinguished Toastmaster Chuck Field, he told me to say that, and Jackie Hogan. In the meantime, I'm sure you know someone who would benefit from listening to this podcast. Both of you can subscribe for free to the podcast at our website, toastmasters101.net slash subscribe. Even if one of you uses Apple and the other uses Android, we've got you covered. Our music today is from incompetech.filemusic.io, just like always. And our trumpet sound effect is from the Sound Effects Factory. Toastmasters 101 is a podcast of Toastmasters District 10. <laughs>